Welcome to CCM in 3D. We are going to talk today about Susan Ashton's Waken by the Wind. I'm Dan. I am AC Slater. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Dave, and I'm typically wakened by coffee. Yeah, that's, that's true. Perfect. Yeah, that's true. Preferably and, Duncan. Yeah, that's right, Duncan coffee. <laughs> and this podcast is all about great classic contemporary Christian music from like 1985 to 1995. And like I mentioned, we could talk about one from 1991. Susan Ashton's Waken by the Wind. And whoa, I am excited to talk about this one. For sure. Yes. yes. That is that is absolutely true. Normally I love talking about rocker albums with a little more shredding in it and that kind of thing. But <laughs> this one is one of my absolute favorite albums of all time. Oh yes. For sure. And there I are albums know, that I yeah. will pick up that are kind of for sentimental, nostalgic reasons. And then there are albums that just grab me musically and lyrically and this is in the latter category for me yeah there you go yeah, great. yeah absolutely i mean yeah i mean the vocals and lyrics on this album are just tremendous yep. and you know we're listening to it uh this past week it was like putting on old comfortable pair of jeans yeah i mean i just put my headphones on like oh just so easy to listen yep. to and i don't know back in the day what prompted me to buy this album but i absolutely loved it Lyrically, like you just said, just on a totally different level than anything I'd ever heard. Um, yeah. I think when I was trying to think of how do I peg these, I think they're just humble, vulnerable, real lyrics. Um, yeah. And where I think all of that stems from is Wayne Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Oh, all for right? sure. Okay. For so sure. he, and then, and here's, here's an example. So he, here's some of the words in the lyrics of this album. Eviction contradiction slake yes acclamation yes soulless eloquence benediction <laughs> i mean all those words are in the lyrics of these songs it's, it's yep. amazing that's perfect yeah, yeah. yep Did, now dan you said you you bought this are, are we are we insinuating here that you still have this album or what i are we... bought it at one time and uh-huh. uh yeah and then uh it's gone Oh, so Hugh, Hugh took it. Uh, no, this, this, uh, actually this one was from Mr. Diesbach. Oh, uh, Diesbach. You're, you're never getting Diesbach. You're never yeah, getting. That's, that's, oh, Diesbach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Mr. Diesbach, shame on you. That's right. Shame right. on you. So, Horrible no, thing I, to do. Yeah. So now I get to listen to it on Spotify a lot, which is okay. great. But, uh, yeah. So most yeah. songs written by what? Wayne Kirkpatrick, um, absolute lyrical master mm-hmm. you know and then you pair him with susan ashton's vocals oh my goodness never sounded better yes. i mean amazing pairing of these two and brown banister is executive producer so you got that brown aspect in there as well yep now wayne produced it though right right okay yeah so yeah you can definitely tell both of their their hand is on this yeah. album i mean the players so let me just go over some of those. Amazing. <laughs> we'll sit here for a while. While you <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna, right. It's gonna take a while. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We had Jimmy Lee Slos thrown in there in the bass with Tommy Sims, Jackie Street. I mean, couldn't get any better on the bass. Yeah, the bass chair is well represented here. Very sure. well. Yeah. Uh, Hammond with drum, drum programming. Chris McHugh drums. Um, Gordon Kennedy on guitar gut string guitar and high string guitar. I don't know the difference between the two, but that's what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, percussion, Eric Darkin. Um, who else am I missing here? Background vocals, Hyman, Chris Harris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who else? Um, anyway, even I think more. John Hammond played a lot of the, did a lot of the drum programming. And mm-hmm. I uh, didn't, of course, you said Chris McHugh. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Phil Madeira, Oregon. Phil Madeira, that's right, mm-hmm. on B3. And we even have an appearance from Phil Kagey. We sure do, and boy, yes. we're going to talk about that when we get to that song. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Now, do you want to mention the nicknames for Gordon Kennedy throughout this album? Okay, yeah. So let's see. Let's run those down. So we got O-Tunnel Kennedy. Yes, on Down on My Knee. <laughs> yep. Check Kennedy. On Benediction. Uh-huh. Uh, Elmore uh, yeah, Mah- that's on Mahatma. Nod, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Gummy Bear Kennedy. Oh yeah, that's that's on, um, <laughs> Suffer. on Suffering Silence. Yep. yep. <laughs> so yeah, funny. I don't know. Obviously, where all those come from, but that's yep. Don't know. Don't yep. know. <laughs> yep. 
And then, does Dave, do you have a copy on this? I do not have a copy, unfortunately. Okay. No. Well, I guess that, I would be the only I need one. to add it to my collection. Yeah, I would, oh, I nice. Mine from right here. Um, now, I, I came at, well, Dave, how did you come across this album? When, when did it come onto your radar? Uh, radio, actually, oh, really? you know, okay. I, yeah, I heard her on, uh, on radio and even remember her doing, uh, watercolor ponies with Wayne Watson. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's, mm. yep. you know, and that was 87, right. I think. Yep. And, uh, you know, Sparrow must have thought, Hey, you know what? Uh, this Susan Ashton has a good voice. Maybe we should give her Maybe an album so. we'll a few years yep. later. So that's kind of how I came about to uh, hearing Susan Ashton and the sound. Right. So if you're, so what Dave's getting at is if you have watercolor ponies, or if you go out to Spotify or your favorite streaming service and listen to Wayne Watson's watercolor ponies album, the title track has a nice female duet voice singing with Wayne in the chorus, and that is Susan Ray Hill, who is Susan Ashton. That's that's who yep. that is. Susan Ashton is her. Stage name, I believe. So, but she's hmm. Susan Ray Hill on it, that album. That's her mom's maiden name. I read. Okay. Aston. Yep. Got it. So. Okay. And I dare anyone that is a parent to go back and listen to Watercolor Ponies without Kleenex. Okay. Nearby. Yeah. Uh, that's that's right. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. No. Yeah, have fun. It's and then since we're on that topic, you've got to be sure you, you uh, spell watercolor correctly. It's the British spelling, <laughs> yes, isn't it? Yes. With the U. In oh, it? that's yes, right. right. Yeah. yeah. Who knew that Wayne Watson feelings. was British? Yeah. Really? Wow. <laughs> that's why. That's why he recorded all of his albums on Fish and Chips Records. That's, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, and he looks so British. That's awesome. He looks no, so British. Not even close. <laughs> not <Right>. even close. <laughs> so yeah, just uh, great. I mean, amazing players. We got amazing songwriter, amazing vocals. Uh, so just. Tons and tons of great stuff on here. Amazing debut album. Um, right. And then anything else to add before I jump on to the next topic? I do. Okay, go. I do, yeah. have, something. You gotta have, I do have something to add. Yeah. So I'm grabbing this quote out of the uh, Encyclopedia of CCM by Mark Allen Powell. So in his entry on Susan, um, he writes, Two of Susan Ashton's greatest strengths have been song selection an important attribute for a singer who is not primarily a songwriter and interpretation. And then get this. This is a quote in this book from Gordon Kennedy. And this sums up perfectly, Susan. Gordon Kennedy says about Susan, a song is safe when Susan sings it. Mm. Wow. Isn't that a great, um, that's a great, that's a great quote way to put it. about her. So you just yes. know your song is going to be safe when she puts it to tape. So wow. that's, she is one of those, female singers that she could you know sing a help wanted ad and i would think it was amazing (laughs) so she's just got that good of a voice so (laughs) (laughs) no when she sings it oh yeah yeah. 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 that's the problem yeah yeah not me i'll just so she also has what 14 it says 14 yeah 14 what 14 what oh sorry good 14 whoa seriously that she's wow. out of the Christian charts. Uh-huh. Oh my. Yep. And four singles on the Hot Country charts. Yep. Yep. That's, that's right. From that time. This album was, and still is, I believe, the top-selling debut in the history of Sparrow Records. How about that? My goodness. Wow. That's it's crazy. really something. And I'll throw a quote out, too, that Susan said of this album. She said that, quote, I can listen to anything on that record, and it's all very clear with distinct emotions attached to making it. I love everything about the lyrics, musicianship, and instrumentation. Yeah, and I'll I'll jump in here and say one thing. I'm so glad you brought that quote up, Dave. It's the instrumentation I think that grabbed me. Now I think I've mentioned this mm-hmm. before, but um, this album came along um, in a. I still remember where I was when I heard it somehow when I was briefly attached to the whole Rich Mullins crowd and playing guitar for them, we got a copy of this in the, in the office and we were all into Sean Colvin's first record, which is called steady on. So if you're familiar with Sonny came home or that, that song from the mid nineties, uh, Sean Colvin 
all the way back in 89, her debut album is Steady On. So we were just fanatical about that album. So I have a hunch, and I'd love to ask Wayne this someday. How how big did Sean Colvin's Steady On figure into just kind of the mood or instrumentation of this album? Um, because it just, it struck me that it was the same kind of instrumentation, mood, instruments, but nobody can match Susan as a singer. Mm-hmm. And just, just so that it had the added benefit of having a world-class singer like Susan. So that just anything that sounded like Sean Colvin's steady on, I was in love with. So I remember going out and immediately purchasing this album because I just loved it so much. Uh, it was just perfect. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I, I, I definitely got uh, Colvin influence. So I'd love to ask Wayne that someday. Wow. So nice. Wayne, call in, uh. call into the show. We'll <laughs> ask you some questions. Right. That's right. One eight one eight hundred three D. Right. One eight hundred three D. If you get a busy signal, hang up and try again. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just anything else to add? So one one nope. other. Uh, so now nope. we get to veer off into the cover on this thing. Oh, so okay. Uh, okay. What'd you think? I, okay, so I love this cover. I thought they did a great job. We the we got our down into the left. That's we've always said. Yeah, you know, down into the left is a thought provoking, and it's gonna be a good album. Yes, <laughs> down to the left. Yes, yep. yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. Uh, like it? It's I, I understand why they do this because it's a new artist, and you want to kind of. This is who it is. I get it. I just, I'm just not a fan of putting the artist's face on the cover. Phil Collins, I'm sorry. You just, you <laughs> just keep. Putting your face on the album. Um, <laughs> no, I just, yeah, it's, yeah, I, it, it's bet now. It's it's a a ton better than ninety nine percent of artists with their face on the cover albums. So that's for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. But I just in my mind, I'm seeing there's so many things you could have done with "Wakened by the Wind," and they didn't do any of them. So, hmm. But I understand why they do it. It's you want to introduce your listening public to the artist. So that's, I get that. Dave. So that my two cents. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Okay. I'm not offended by it. No, it doesn't, no, it really, I'm not doesn't really stand, doesn't really stand out, you know, to me, like, you know, they could have done some more with the wind and that kind of theme. But, you know, as far as like artists on the cover, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it's not obnoxious. There's a lot of those that are out there, you know, of, Artists on the cover, and yeah, well, it's all right, it's okay. Yeah. She's not smiling on it, it's, it's gonna be a good one. No, it's <laughs> that's right. You've got thoughtful and looking down to the left, right. so you've got all the ingredients. Yes, <laughs> and then now, if they were smiling and looking straight yeah. at you, nope, that sets a completely different vibe. Yep. Can't do it. And like Michael W. Smith won the project, album. <laughs> that's right. Yes, you just know that it's, it sets a mood, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then on the back, the the CD. Do you have the CD? By the way, I'm sure you do. Uh, you said that, well, already, right? Yeah, I've got. Yeah, the, yeah I've got the CD. Okay, yeah. Uh, what, what was so your on question? the back? Where uh, yeah. she has that little uh, blur about uh, yes. her this album. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, do you want me to read it? You want to do that? It's it's really good. Oh yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, she says, "I love to sing, so making this record was the ultimate opportunity. It was also very humbling, being afforded the chance to work with such talented people. It was almost overwhelming as I watched the um, the metamorphosis of the lyrics on paper come to life with the music. As each musician added his part, this record transcended being simply a project and became." an illustration of the kindness and mercy of God. It was in the process that I found he brought deep healing to my heart. To me, these songs speak of the complete restoration he longs for all of us to have at every level. I pray that as you listen, you will become actually aware of his presence and that you will allow yourself to be consumed by the gentle embrace of our gracious and merciful Jesus. And then she quotes Titus uh, 3, 4, and 5. But when the kindness and love of God... Our Savior appeared. He saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. Wow! And that's that's what yeah, she writes. It, it pretty, pretty much encapsulates nice. the, uh, encapsulates this album. Yeah, it's nice. Way. Mm. Yeah, it's very nice. All right, and uh, when next? 
You ready? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, right off the bat, I'm away from talking about I Hear You with the first song. Okay. Down yeah. On my knees. Just making that note. Very good. Very good. Down on my knees. Unbelievable yeah. lyrics. Amazing start to the album. Uh, oh, this is where so we get, good. you know, we get yeah. the feed my hunger, slake my thirst for a spiritual mm-hmm. rebirth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just sets the whole tone. Um, I like the, I'm going to talk a lot about the lyrics because I just, they're amazing. Um, I, I like oh, yeah. the part I've got, I got sins that need eviction from a temple that's a wreck. I've got a chain of contradiction hanging around my neck. <laughs> I mean, yes. I can probably read the things. No. There's so much good stuff <laughs> good. here, but oh my goodness. So good. Yeah. Oh, you missed the one about the you missed the one about the cookie jar. That's such yep. a great lyric. <laughs> one hand on the table, one in the cookie jar. Yep, so good. That yes. is a good lyric. Okay. Yes, I got to jump and, to another and, one, and I forgot to mention the okay. word mire. Yep. He also uses the word mire. I wallow in the mire yep. of complacency, and that's when I go down on my knees. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, did did you find? Uh, I've heard this album a million times, and again, I will go to this album plenty of times just because i love it on every level not just from a nostalgia level but from a i haven't heard this in a while i really want to hear it again level um and by the way it's it's my wife's favorite ccm artist hands down is susan ashton so (laughs) when we're on road trips it's always safe for me to go to a susan ashton disc or and she's good so um, right so you know we've heard it a million times in that context too but did you it, it jumped out to me how striking of a beginning this album right. is. That the very first things you hear is like solo congas. Yep. Oh, true. And yeah. that's just so yep. not flashy, not no. showy. It's not bombastic. It's very understated. Um, no, that's that's the first thing in my notes on this on this whole album is I love the uh, the conga and the drum intro. Yes, yes, I do too. Con- catches you by surprise, yep. even though you've heard it a million times. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's how Sean Colvin's "Steady On" starts. Very understated uh, like this. Okay. Um, so I wonder if that's even they kind of had in their notes must start with like understated drums or something. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> there's a there's a very definite stealing of the vibe from that album but huh um so yeah it just really struck me how understated the beginning of this album is good point i hadn't thought about yeah. that i love uh i love the backing vocals i put that down here mark harmerman oh, susan sure. and wayne kirkpatrick is great and the other standout is the electric guitar played by on this track it was gordon o'tunnel right <laughs> yes gordon o'tunnel so, yes. right Perfect, and this and of course this was a big radio hit too. Yeah, and and basically every everything Jimmy plays on this album is so good, and this is like one of my favorites, uh, Jimmy Lee Slow songs on this yeah, album for yeah. sure. And then uh, it said, um, did the credits also say Eric Darkin played the talking drum, the timbales, yes. and the finger cymbals? Yep. Yeah. So yep. we got all that in there. Yeah, we did. Wow. So yeah. All that stuff at the beginning is all that percussion we talked about. Yeah. And this and this album, as we go on, has a lot of stuff going on throughout each song. Yes, it does. On that. Yep. And again, if again, I, it's it's kind of out of bounds from CCM. But if if our readers want to go and listen to Colvin's "Steady On," it, that is that's it's like you know the, the, a lot of the percussion is like trash can lids and hubcaps and just strange things that they kind of repurposed as percussion and so that's kind of again kind of the vibe i'm thinking that wayne was after here with with susan's album but again with susan singing it it's just 16 levels above anybody else in terms of vocal abilities and this is i think that's what i love about this album that i that i can listen to over and over again is there's so much going on but but it all works together so it's not it's, it does. I, mean, I love overproduced right. albums, but this one is not that. It's just so much no. interesting no. going on that you can pick up every time you listen yep. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. agree. Um, and then we go into number two. No one knows my heart. Another big radio hit. And for me, boom! In comes the Tommy Sims bass. He's up in the mix here. Yep, I love that. 
Um, I love the example of some, yeah. these are just the real lyrics to me, I guess uh, is maybe a good example. Of, uh, you, you can hear the humility in this to me, not pretending. Um, part of me is reaching, part of me holds back. You know, you're, but, yeah. uh, oh, yep. sanguine. Gosh, how did I miss that word? I can face a lot of people with yeah, the same one yeah. of mine. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How you? How, we, yeah, sanguine meaning cheery or optimistic. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yep. And then uh, another thing, just amazing. Gordon Kennedy's high string, gut string, whatever that's called. The guitar yeah. in here is just fantastic. Yeah, the high string guitar thing. That's um. It's just uh, stringing it with um, lighter string guitar strings and then tuning up, tuning them up higher. So mm. that's just there's a thing called Nashville tuning, and it's where you have some lower bass strings and then some higher strings. So you got yeah, a bunch of bunch, huh. of bunch of different tunings you can do with it and that sort of thing. So yeah. Well, and uh, Chris McHugh, he's credited on here, you know, playing the the speaker cones and cabinets. Yes, percussion. But also, I read that on this song he played a shoebox. Is that right? Yes. So there again, all sorts of interesting sounds going on. And um, Dan touched on this. Susan's vocals really tell the story on this song. As I put my notes here, I love the line. There's an agony in living, but there's a comfort in the truth. Oh boy, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I just love that line. Yeah, this just another great song. Yeah, I I just I, it just feels like Wayne saved up every one of his best songs he'd never given to anyone else, and finally Susan comes along and goes, "Ah, here's an artist. Yeah, I've got this whole little bucket right. of songs I've been saving for somebody, yep. and you're that somebody. So here here you go. Yep. And you know <laughs> she does such an amazing job of, and I think Margaret Becker kind of does this too. Now Margaret Becker can rock out, I think, probably a lot more than Susan Ashton yeah. could, but. When they get that, of course, yeah. but when they yeah. get that real high, I don't know, just very, um, I guess the word, again, the word for it to me is just humble sound uh, and, and tone yeah. to their voice yeah. that just is just so smooth. Um, and, and that she yeah. shines on this one too. She sure does. So now we're three away from I Hear You, just so you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. All right. So number good. three is yep. Benediction. And one of my top songs mm-hmm. in this album, and another amazing yeah, bass line, it. but this one comes from Jimmy Lee, Slows. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like the mm-hmm. low, contrasting background vocals, and I find myself singing along to mm-hmm. a lot in those parts. Um, and the and the vocals toward the end where there were, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kennedy's yep. again, amazing guitar here. String sound is really yeah. good. I love the Fairlight strings in here and yeah. uh, I, I, I know too. i'm touching on everybody it's like but it's so true everybody has their moment song i mean eric darkens percussion is so good and then that that 40 mm-hmm. seconds when everything just drops out you get the string guitar you get the percussion just so works this right yeah yeah this is one of my favorite probably one of my favorite susan ashton songs another big radio song but listening to it even now it just takes me back and i just i love it like i've never heard it before and there's so much going on like we talked about the guitar the strings the b3 organ by phil madeira you know great lyrics again i'm battling the odds through faces of doubt and it would mean so much if you could send me out i mean it's just just a home run yeah and the the word benediction is is mm-hmm. great it's a if if people don't know what that is that's it's a compound word in latin bene is means well and then dic- dictio, which means speaking. So it's a speaking well. I need a speaking well from she's you know she's asking people to send them out, send her out speaking well mm. of her. And so the most famous one, obviously, is the one in Numbers where um, Aaron says, "The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and the Lord be gracious to you and lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace." So that's that's the most famous benediction in the Bible. So it's. She's asking people to send her out with a blessing. So that's, yeah. It's, it's, so he's, Wayne's helping people learn Latin compound words. Like no one else could. Nice. Good right. for Wayne. Yep. <laughs> Way to go, Wayne. Perfect. Way to go, Wayne. Yep. And sanguine exactly. and slick. Yeah. Yes. And sanguine yep. and slick. Those words. Yes. 
Yep, and one hand in a cookie <laughs> jar. Right. Say, what is it? Sing slate. one slate? Slake. Yeah, slake. Sounds like a, a, a group of... <laughs> it does. And yeah, sing one in slate. <laughs> you know? Have you been in a wreck? Call sing one in slate. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. Right. In a wreck, need a check? Call sing one in slate. Oh, wait, that's somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's somebody else. Sorry, oh, I, I digress. All right, so now we are two away from talking about I Hear You. Uh, number yep, four, yep, Ball and Chain. And no, we're not talking about the wife. Boom, boom, ch- Ayo. No. Ayo. Oh, hey, no. No, not talking about that. <laughs> uh, the slide guitar on here. Or, I don't know, is that electric guitar that keeps repeating in that song? I can't quite tell, but... Um, it's, a, it's a slide, yeah, too, slide I believe. Like yeah. Uh, this contains the album title, Awakened uh, by the Wind. So good, good song. Uh, mm-hmm. again, again, amazing lyrics. Gordon Kennedy's guitar here. This one is another just perfect for AC radio back then. Um, yeah, well, played sure. over and over. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I, there's really. I think you know at this point we should just say there's probably not a bad yeah. album on or probably no. a bad song on this album. So honestly, I can just kind of drop the digital needle anywhere and it's it's great so um and again this is you comparing you know sins that hold on to our heart as a ball and chain that's a great it's a it's a great it's a great uh it's a great picture yeah i I put on here i love the uh the piano sound of the keyboards on this kind of for me has like a bruce hornsby type yeah i'm glad you mentioned that yes you're right you're Um, right but uh blair masters is playing Mm -hmm. the keyboards on this and uh, i just love the way they make this the song sound like that yeah for sure and that uh hornsby and sean colvin recorded together so that's that's, right there's a sean colvin uh, connection with hornsby too so that's Okay. And what you know what I like about a lot of these songs too is while it talks about the struggle, you know, we've all like here, we all have heartache, we've all been stained, we all long for freedom, but there's only one who can break the ball and chain. It gives you that I like these right. songs that yep. talk about the struggle but then tell you what the answer is or the hope is. You know, facing all my fears, right. knowing that he's near is the lyric in there too. Right. You know, so again, I stand tall, I'm healing. And he's near. I, I just, I love that. It yeah. gives you that, brings you back to the hope in the middle of the struggle. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's good. Well, let's get to number six. <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Go number one? five. Oops. Gotta go to number five. Uh, it's, I do you like this song, song, Dan? One of my all-time favorite songs <laughs> ever. I actually have an all-time favorite list of mine on Spotify, and this one's in there. Very long yeah. song. Six minutes, but I do not yes. feel like it's long. It doesn't feel long to me. Um, I, it, to me, it just no. evokes no. these absolute emotions, and I can listen to the song over and over. The lyrics just absolutely floor me. Yeah. And we've talked about that many times. Background vocals are amazing. Work together. Bass, Jimmy Lee slows again. String guitar. Oh, my goodness. So good in here. And, yeah. and what I was listening is I'm listening back, and I just keep – I just kept turning it up on my headphones. I'd turn it up a little more. I'd turn it up a little more. And, and just trying to get more of this song until I finally hear beep. And it's like, hey, buddy, you're at 100. <laughs> you're at a, in your headphones. Yep. You can't turn it up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> your headphones will go higher. Oops. They can't, the engines can't <laughs> make much more, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Give it her all she's got. <laughs> Give it her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> and, I, you know, right in the middle. So it's six minutes long. You know, right at three minutes, it just picks up the pace. Starts this kind of amazing musical interlude pace here. Uh, talks about the soulless. There's another word. Um, my soul hits the yeah. mark when it says that about four minutes in. Um, and, and then all the background vocals with their na 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 accentuated by Susan's vocals. Oh, yeah. So I probably hit on everything there that you guys were going to talk about. But, man, just one of the, one of the all-time favorites for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I were going to make a, you know, maybe a 20 or an 80 minute uh, mix CD of someone that knew nothing about this era that we love from 85 to 95, just make me a 80 minute mix CD of, that I can listen to. This song would 100% be on that mix CD. 
Hmm. All right, this would be, this would absolutely yes. be on mm-hmm. that list. This is simply one of my favorite CCM songs of all time. I, so many times I've pulled out my electric bass and just played along with Jimmy's part on this. Oh. And just put my headphones on and played along. Wow. So um, it's so fun to play along with it. Um, yeah, so just that I I still get a lump in my throat. Yes. The, um the lyric, um, oh, I'm looking at my lyrics here, but I didn't bring my reading glasses. Um, <laughs> there are certain days that yes. I wish would never come, but still mm-hmm. they reach me here. Yeah. I just, I still, I was driving today, listening in the car on my headphones that couldn't mm-hmm. take much more. <laughs> and um, still got that lump in my throat on that lyric. Um, yeah. Yeah, everything just comes together perfectly on this song, I think. I love the line, there are moments in the shade and there are moments in the sun. Isn't that mm-hmm. the truth? Mm-hmm. For I sure. Mean, for every for day, sure. for all of us. And it's just, yeah. uh, you know, that, that always speaks to me. And again, a, yeah. lot, a lot of stuff going on, as Dan said. And Is there like a rain sound effects? I cut something like that today while I was listening to it uh, in my headphones. Or maybe it's something else, but it's like a fluttering, like, hmm. what is that? I couldn't quite place it. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure. I have to go back and look. Yeah. But it's it just, wouldn't surprise me to find something else yeah, in the, in the mix. This is very interesting. You know, there again, yeah. something else to listen for in this album. And is that in the second the second uh, verse? Isn't this such a great line? Yeah. Uh, some are who, some are who they say they are, and some are not at all. Yes. Yep. Uh, Wayne, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> just get on this, here. this whole second, so that whole good. second verse is just, <laughs> just catches good. me. Um, some are taught to live a lie. Some are searching yeah. for the truth. Some are caught between their pride and sense of use. Which one of them is most like me? <laughs> That's what I love. One of them is you know? most like me. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and yep. I just love the imagery. I can just yeah. feel it. Just I don't know. I just internalize it and feel it. That when my soul hits the mark and light splits the mark, I hear you. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And that, when the, when the nod yes. on the nods come in at the end, which normally I I kind of roll my eyes at that kind of stuff. It's like, couldn't you think of lyrics to sing? But good grief, he's, it's a six-minute song, and he's given us plenty of lyrics. So a little nod on the never hurt right. anybody at the end of a six-minute <laughs> song. Yeah. And, but her vocal, it's almost like they recorded that bed of vocals so she could improv over yes. the top of it. And her improvs are just beautiful, right. what she does. Um, there's a part where all the instruments drop out except for the strumming acoustic guitar. And then just right before the instruments come back in, she sings this really long, yeah. You know, she just kind of holds it over the, oh, it's just beautiful. It's, it's such a... It's such a testament to the beauty of her voice and just those that whole little outro that she does. It's just just gorgeous. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think I wonder if they did that. They just made that little bit for her to just do that because it's almost two minutes toward the end there. I mean, it's whole. Yeah, I know. It's a third it's of the whole third of the song is just that. It's so good, <laughs> and it just it, but it works because yes. the whole yeah. lead up to that, that oh, sets the stage for it. Yeah, completely. Right, because you think. If 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 a band is giving you yeah. na 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 na's, it's oh they just they have no lyrical ideas. They couldn't think of anything, but this song is chock yeah. full of ideas. And then they get the na na na. So you certainly couldn't say that Wayne gave you fluff and then some na na na's. He gave you plenty to think about right. before that. So kudos, Wayne. Way to go, Wayne. Way to go, Wayne. It's Wayne's world. We're just living totally. it. It is his. We're all just visitors. And then we go. Is land? Yep. We get the land of nod. Oh, that's a fun little ditty. Land I like nod. it. Um, got the organ. We got a little yeah. got the bass going on. The acoustic guitar, like we've talked about, and then we get this fiddle. And I'm I yeah. am very few fiddle solos that I like, <laughs> to say the least. But this one yeah. is so good. I actually really like it a lot. It really fits in here really well. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that Wayne chose the whole Land of Nod thing as kind of a uh, a metaphor mm-hmm. for being asleep or slumbering, like like they've nodded off. You know, in 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 the scriptures in Genesis, Nod is the place where 
Cain uh, is condemned to be right. Yep. So he's condemned to be to wander and nod, and the 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 name literally means in Hebrew wandering. So it's to go in to the land of Nod is to wander away from the presence of the Lord or to be east from Eden. So that's um, so yeah, it's interesting that Wayne took it in kind of a we're slumbering or nodding off right. sort of direction. Right. Yeah, I love the, the Wayne Wayne's uh, guitar work on this song. You know, I love the, the guitar intro is, is very cool. And then yep. go along with the theme of slumbering, I like the line, and we snooze and we snore, and sometimes it's so loud that we can't hear the lion roar. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. For sure. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, am I right? No, no, no. This is the only, This is the second um, song on the album that's got the late Jackie Street on bass. He was also on mm-hmm. Ball and Chain. So we've got... Yep. We've got Jackie here, so it's it's wonderful to have some Jackie Street on here. And on the Dobro, it's Gordon Elmore Kennedy. Yes, it is. It is Gordon Elmore the Kennedy. The Dobro, what is that? <laughs> yeah, what is the Dobro? Uh, the Dobro? Uh, the Dobro is um, a, it looks like a guitar, but um, it sits flat. The player uh, plays it with a slide. The strings are about a foot off the neck. And he plays it with a slide and finger picks it, but it's setting up huh, flat, okay. like on a table. Huh. So, um, yeah, it's a beautiful instrument. Jerry Douglas is probably the greatest known dobro player. Um, it's also called resonator guitar. But, uh, yeah, so got the dobro here. So there's another piece of homework. Go out and listen to some Jerry Douglas on the dobro. You'll not out his uh, – he plays a lot with Allison Krauss. I was just saying, because so, okay. there you go. Nice. used to be yeah. my name in high school. Hey, dobro. Yeah, Dobro. Dobro. Do <laughs> Is that your convertible out Yo, Dobro. Yeah. With the one <laughs> bad pig on bumper truck, sticker Dobro. on it. <laughs> oh, it's almost as cool as AC Slater's, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, or Preppies. Preppies. Uh, we're so awful. <laughs> All right, number seven is in my father's. And uh, just more yeah. everything else we've just been talking about. Um, great lyrics um, Boy, in my sure. father's hands. Frail. This is not a Wayne song, though. Oh, good so point. That's worth pointing out. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. It's an April McLean song. Yeah, so just all around, just yeah. more good stuff. Tommy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, Tommy. Yeah, there's. There's the third bit of homework right there. Listen to Tommy's. Put your earphones in. Uh, take crank it up to the <laughs> engines. Can't take much more, Captain. And um, listen to Tommy's bass here. So good, so good. Also, I love the uh, once again Phil Madeira's B3 organ uh, gives a song for sure. A very warm, yes. warm feel when you're listening to it. And the line in this song that I love is, "There's no point making plans when his hands can steer." I mean, just like, right. boom. Yeah. I mean, it's, what else can you say? Yeah. Right. And I think that, that, that line, uh, the run, the line right before that, or uh, the line right after that, why should I so small and frail carry right. life's demands? Oh yeah. And I think that's, that's a, that's a great, um, that's a great sentiment during COVID is I find myself going on my social media feed and just seeing life's demands and i i just no one is created big enough to carry all those demands and just so that's none of us was created with strong enough shoulders to shoulder all that all that stuff so uh, but he can so jesus can so that's and again just those uh, uh, very uh transparent lyrics i guess sometimes we go wrong sometimes we get one track thinking all alone we can handle life just fine mm-hmm. you know, and again but again it's yeah. Yeah. back to we've only to call upon his name is is where it goes with that and, and right. again, i just i love that it keeps yeah. taking those questions and putting them right back into god's hands so like that all right yep yeah have we looked into real quick have we looked into any other songs Ooh, that april mclean is question i don't know I'm curious I don't, I don't see any real big writing. 
Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't really see anything other than this one. So I'm just curious if she. Yeah, that's it. Boy, this is a doozy. Yeah, it is. That's it's an awful. It's an awful good one. Well, so kudos to April. That's great. Since uh, we kind of took a pause there, I'm going to throw this out, Derek. Uh, Can you tell us where this ranks in the CCM book? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Yes. We haven't talked about that. If if it made it, yeah, it has to have made it. It's got to be on there. So the book. The book Dave is referring to is CCM Presents, the 100 Greatest Albums in Christian Music, released in 2001. So 10 years after this album. So it certainly would have had time for everybody to know about it and all that. Um, so I'm going to guess. Uh, okay, yeah, go I'm ahead. Guess, guess somewhere we're, in the 40s. In the 40s. I'm going to go okay. less than that. Uh, I'm gonna, Dan, I mean, uh, further down, like in? in the 60s. So 40s and 60s. Okay. All right. So this album is wow. Not in the book. Oh no. The biggest selling Man. debut yeah. album in Sparrow's it... history is not in that book. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Now I will say it does make one of the honorable mention lists. Uh, Laura Harris writes Ashton and Wayne Kirkpatrick took their maiden voyages together on this project. She's an artist. Yeah, she is an artist, he is a producer, and the resulting music pure musical purity, freshness, and innocence defies description. Or def- I'm I, sorry, think defies I'm le- I think I'm learning I'd like to see Laura's so... list a lot more. <laughs> Her list is yeah, right. Her list is great. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, she's got uh the basic stuff by Billy Crockett. Uh I'm a dyed in the wool Billy Crockett fanatic, so that's fine with me. Kim nice. Hill's Braveheart totally. is on her nice. list. Susan Ashton, Waken by the Wind. Yes, look for a Braveheart deep dive coming <laughs> soon to a podcast near you. Um, Pierce Pettit's Making Light of It, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, and then the Jesus yeah. Record by Rich and the Ragged okay. Band. So, yeah, she's definitely in the songwriter, singer-songwriter mm-hmm. genre. She's definitely got that yep. going on. So, okay. I'm good with yep. her list. And then we go from In My Father's Hands to In Amazing Graceland, and uh, number eight. Mm-hmm. And again, just lots of, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It hasn't already been said. Um, uh, Tommy yeah. playing something different there, a Moog bass, I guess is what it's saying. Moog, Moog. Yeah, Moog bass. It's okay. a Moog synthesizer, synthesizer um, bass. Great job there. Yep. The one that can be played over and over again, I think, in, on the radio. Lyrically, does an amazing job. You know, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow, I know you're watching over me, and so I have no fear. I rest in your field and safe within your fold. I, you know, just so much good yeah. lyrics here too. I had written here that if I had a yep. PC throwback right station, that this would be easily yep. in a hot rotation. Right? Yeah. Here. This is a perfect sounding song for that sort of throwback ac station I w- not to be confused with a throwback <laughs> yeah, yeah. ac slater <laughs> that, that's something not different to be confused no. with that <laughs> that is completely right. different <laughs> yes nice <laughs> yeah i would i would take it a little step further and i would say that if i had a christian ac station you know i would play this song i would play this and i would probably play benediction for well, sure. I'm probably down on my knees and throw in these golds that nobody's playing because I mean, here's just another example of another great CCM song that you know nobody really gets to hear now on the radio. Nope. Yep, you gotta you gotta go find it if you want to yep. hear it. It's not gonna come right. to you. But yeah, I love the take on uh, obviously the classic hymn. And again, if you don't know what hymns are, Derek can uh, he'll, he'll <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up and let you all know about it. Yeah, I'll hook you up. <laughs> yep. One eight hundred him. Are there? Are there dial, that now, dial now. If you get it, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we don't have any hers. That's coming. Okay. Yeah, that's soon, Dan. And then coming we move soon. on to number nine. <laughs> yeah. Suffer in silence. So this this album is so strong. Yeah. Probably the one I just am not really into is this one, uh, but still great. Yeah. I like the I like the I, I would agree with you. And, and I I like the mm-hmm. verses better than the chorus. Um 
you know, heart, heart in a heart in a bottle, high on a shelf, fragile but just out of reach. Um, and then you don't have to suffer, suffer in silence. I, I just think the verses are a little more mm-hmm. meaty than this than the chorus. Yeah, uh, that's right. just me. But again, it's it's Billy Spray and Wayne. So again, it, it's going to be even the song that you kind of don't listen to as much as the others is still very high quality. Yeah, and listening to, back to the song, I could totally hear Billy Sprague recording this and singing it. Mm-hmm. Sounds totally like a Billy Sprague song. And the other thing I was going to say about this one is it's got my favorite instrument credit on the album. That's the guitar pencil by Wayne Kirkpatrick. <laughs> yes. Guitar pencil. The yes. guitar pencil. Have you ever played that? I, I, I've not. I've not played that, but I. I think I know what they're talking. All right, what about. is it? Well, um, if you lay a guitar down and someone frets the notes, you can just hit hit it with like a drumstick with a couple of pencils. But it doesn't make a clanging sound if you use like the erasers. So I'm betting somewhere back in the mix is like a little percussive guitar being hit with a pencil sort of thing. By the way, when, now, by the way, when I Google Okay, here's more now, homework. So a lot of a lot of guitars made out of pencils. Yes. Comes up. So <laughs> I Oh, uh, okay, nice. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. No. It doesn't help you at all. Yeah. No, hopefully they're number two yes. pencils. <laughs> so they'll show up on a standardized right. desk. Um, uh, so, no, it's not, this is not, um, and again, this is the Sean Colvin influence of just kind of using bizarre things to make hmm. cool percussive sounds. So, this is very much an homage to, to Colvin's steady on. But um, um, so in um, Peter Gabriel's So album, so we're going outside of CCM now. But um, if you go into Peter Gabriel's So album, yeah. the song Big Time. Yeah, I remember that. So it, does everybody remember yeah. the song Big, Big Time? Big Time. Okay. Yep, that's it. So um, after the intro right before it goes into the first verse, there's a really funky sounding bass. And um, the way they got that sound was, um, I think Tony Levin fretted the notes and Jerry Morota, the drummer played the strings with his drum, with his, um, with his drumsticks. Oh. And, and so, um, so then when it t- they took that song out on the road, Tony Levin's thinking, how am I going to play this song? And so he made, he cut off drumsticks and attached them to the first two fingers on his right hand, his picking hand. Hmm. And he called them funk fingers. <laughs> and so he plays funk finger bass <laughs> on big time. So if you YouTube Tony Levin funk fingers, they're out there. So you can see kind of the idea behind the guitar pencil with the funk fingers. So we went on that long excursus <laughs> just to come back to guitar pencil. That's what's well, going on. Now we know. Thanks, Derek. Now and now you know the rest of the story. Wow. Yep. Anything else to add, Dave, or anything? Or you know, no, that's right. You just never know what you're going to get with yeah, this that's podcast. Right. You know that you, it's very educational. <laughs> it's it's very and, educational. Yeah. Nope. That's uh, I think we said <laughs> all we can about that. All story. right, number ten. Then the last one is yep. Beyond Mercy, <laughs> and this is where we get Phil Kagi. So, Derek, do you what's your? Yep. Give yeah. us your lowdown. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's beautiful. It's just the pairing of Phil playing the the chords and the little solo fills that he does, and then marrying that to to Susan's voice. It's just, uh, it's just incredible. It's so good. Yes, and this lyric too is is really, really something. I I think you know I, a lot of lyrics I'll listen back to and go, yeah, I thought that was great when I was a teenager, but now it's, eh, you know, right. God made convertibles, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but boy, every line of this song still, even just as a, someone that's been a Christian for most of my lot, my, most of my 53 years, there's this song still is very relevant to so many things that I see as a pastor, you know, um, just letting years and years of hurts and sin and gunk right. and filth be, build up between people. It just, it just wrecks mm-hmm. people. And 
this this song really and describes interesting, this, that. This song is yeah. doesn't really have any. There's no Wayne Kirkpatrick on the guitar. It's Phil, right? And no Wayne Kirkpatrick lyric. No, written. No. So it's written by Billy Smiley, Paula Carpenter, and Susan, yep. and then just the synthesizer and Phil. Right. So very, it fits the album, but yep. not these other fingerprints we've been talking about this whole time. Oh, yeah, are not really there. They're all stripped away. Yeah, um, they're stripped away. So, yep. And yep. Like, had I not known that it was written by these other folks, I would have thought this is something from Wayne Kirkpatrick. Um, I love the. It doesn't matter who's to blame. The love I have for, for you sure. is still the same, and where the hunger for vengeance gives way to repentance. Where love will teach us to see, we must go beyond justice to mercy. I right. mean, it's so much, yeah. so much good stuff here. Yeah, I was surprised that listening back to this and, and reading the lyrics, how it is so appropriate yes. here in 2021 in our current climate of social justice and cancel culture, where everybody is so. Right anxious to call people out and point fingers and say you did this wrong we're going to cancel you it's totally against what the gospel says and what christ says we're supposed to do we're supposed to go beyond justice to mercy and forgive each other because you know what we all mess up and it just really struck me as so relevant even in 2021 and what i like is is it says going more than halfway to forgive in the chorus it's not just, hey, I'm coming here, right. now you got to come the rest yep. of the way. It's like, yeah, no, we're going more than halfway. Right. Well, the gospel, according to social justice, says right. do enough right. stuff and maybe I'll yeah. forgive you. The Christian gospel says right. I forgive yeah, you yeah. because Christ has yes, done what he's done. exactly. So, right. So that's, that's, and that's summed up in this, it doesn't matter yep. who's to right. blame. That's mm-hmm. That's the way the second verse, um, and then uh, the, the way so the second Paula verse starts. Carpenter, so we know Billy Smiley, Whiteheart, Susan Ashton, obviously in this album, and then Paula Carpenter is one of the other writers, and I guess she helped several other artists for him. Uh, Lisa Bevel, uh-huh. Lisa Bevel, yeah, yeah Alone in Bruce Love, Carol, My Freedom. That's so a nice she got song. Several other writing credits to her name here. Does a good yeah. job. Yep. And that rounds out. Yeah. What else? So do we have any other homework? Any home any other homework on this album? Boy, I would I would say pop on the headphones and crank it to a hundred on the I hear you. (laughs) The whole thing. The whole listen to the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My 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 one piece of homework was just be if 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 people want to go out and if you know, whatever streaming service you've got, uh, check out, you know, just kind of thumb through the tracks of Sean Colvin's study on from 88, I think is when that came out. And then uh, listen to this and see if you don't notice a lot of the same, just kind of production ethos, a lot of the same percussion type things. Um, But Susan is just, you know, a hundred times, there's no comparison between Sean's voice and and Susan's. They're they're just, they're completely different. I, I love Colvin's voice, but, Susan's is world class, so she's a, a world class yep. singer. All right, great, good so stuff. I'll wrap this up then, and yep. another conclusion here, but another fun podcast. So we like to, we can just talk about this for hours. And uh, <laughs> so make sure you subscribe. Yeah, we probably could. Podcast. Uh, also, thanks for the direct messages we're getting on our Facebook page. That's kind of fun. I uh, truly appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, if you could write, yep, write keep a little review coming. or something. Yep. And then uh, if you're interested, we also have a CCM in 3D Spotify playlist. We kind of uh, have a lot of these songs we talk about on there. And uh, keep listening. Yep. See you later. In the <laughs> Take care, everybody. Talk to you next time.